Welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast, episode 27, how I took control of my mental and physical health. Yep, we're going to unpack all things mental health, physical health. We're going to talk about the impact of COVID um, on the lives of women that I see around the world. But I'm going to share with you my own journey to get my mental and physical health back on track. Let's do this. Hi, I'm Lisa Barwise, ex-business coach turned wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst in helping busy women to become stronger in mind, body, and character. It wasn't that long ago that I too lacked motivation, strength, or the persistence needed to set and achieve goals in health, strength, and body shape. Fast forward 15 years in studying human potential, nutrition, fitness, and strength training, and creating my own approach to women's wellness, Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training, delivered in our unique community studio, as well as through our online community and tribe with the Warrior Goddess Body, I now help thousands of women locally and globally to become the best versions of themselves without fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. This is the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Want to win a one-on-one coaching call with me? We can discuss anything from your strength, transformation, body shape, health, fitness goals. Well, my amazing goddess, you're in luck. And by the way, not only could you win a one-on-one coaching call, but you also get a chance to win one of my favorite programs for women, the six-week Unicorn Transformation Challenge. Do I have your attention yet? All you have to do is rate and review this wonderful Goddess Got Goals podcast on Apple Podcasts and share it. So here's how you can do this in five easy steps. First, write a review of the Goddess Got Goals podcast on Apple. Yeah, go on over to iTunes and write your review. Rate the show by selecting the number of stars. Five stars are always welcome for good karma. And then three, snap a photo or screenshot of your glowing review. Four, share a photo of your view in the tribe of Warrior Kettlebell Goddesses. That's our free Facebook group, by the way, with the hashtag GGGLove. And then invite your friends to do the same because sharing is caring. And then once a month, my team will select one random winner from the submissions on the tribe Facebook page to receive the six-week Transformation Unicorn Challenge, which, by the way, is worth $197. And as long as you're using that hashtag GGG love in your post, we will do a draw once a quarter to select a random winner to get that 30 minute one on one Zoom video meeting with yours truly. So go over now to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcast dash review and find out how you can follow the steps to be entered to win. And I look forward to hearing all about your goddess got goals love. Let's dive into this episode. Hey there, goddess, and welcome to episode 27. Today, we're going to talk about how I took control of my mental and physical health. We're going to talk about mental health issues. Uh, We're going to talk about anxiety. We're going to talk about depression. We're going to talk about all those things that we don't talk about. Okay, and we're going to talk about it in relation to lockdown, in relation to being at home. And I want to be really raw and honest with you with what's going on with me. But also, I'm going to share with you some of the things that I've been doing, how I've been helping myself. And also, that this is one of the topics that I hear from 
uh, you guys the most, right? When I am honest about what's going on with me, when I am genuine about my struggles. Uh, and I like to do it from a way of, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm um, human. Um, we all have these feelings, etc. But I also like to talk about it from this is what I've done. This is what has worked for me. This is what I found that helped. Um, because I believe that you know, my role in all of this and why I even started this podcast, which I did at the very beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdowns and all of these things, that I think that it's important to continually check in, to have this message be an important message that is talked about, that isn't swept under the, the you know, the rug, um, and that we keep talking about these things uh, also from a way that we can help each other or there are ways to help um, to overcome these things. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about it. So let's unpack it. So I want to talk specifically about how this journey happened, you know. So most of you know me as somebody who's very upbeat, very energetic, uh, very positive. Um, I am a leader amongst my friends in terms of I'm the person that they go to when they need, you know, a pep talk or some advice or some help. Um, and often I have a few friends that if I'm not feeling okay, they freak out <laughs> um, because they're like, well, if you're not okay, then maybe I shouldn't be okay. Um, uh, but I've always struggled with what I call high performing anxiety. You know, I all have my own way of, of showing worry and anxiety. Um, I'm very much a doer. I tend to use my doing and cleaning and being and, and moving as a way to deal with my anxiety. Um, uh, but I think that most women possibly have different levels of anxiety and different stress based on the responsibilities that they have as parents, as women in terms of dealing with our hormones, um, you know, as busy women dealing with, you know, familial responsibilities in addition to, you know, our careers and maybe we've got a team to look after, maybe we've got colleagues to look after, maybe we're running a business and we're worried about that. Maybe we're worried financially. There's just a lot going on that can really impact this, right? So I too have, have suffered from this, but I have, I've always had really good mechanisms to be able to deal with that. I mean, I've studied, um, you know, personal development. I am a certified life coach. I have the tools and abilities to deal with things, but that doesn't mean that even I get stuck. I get overwhelmed um, and I have, um, you know, bad days and all these sorts of things but I want to be able to use this podcast as a way to reach out to you and be able to help you and give you helpful you know tips and motivation and you know the goddess got goals podcast is all about you wanting to be the best version of you and we can't be the best version of us if we are constantly in fear or anxious or, or depressed, right? So that's a very big part of all of that. I mean, there's no point in me teaching you how to swing a kettlebell or how to, you know, eat more plant-based if you can't even get out of the bed in the morning or you have no desire to set a goal or be anything, right? Which is, which is some of the feelings that you can be feeling, right? So I want to paint the picture of my pre-COVID lifestyle for you um, and then how things have, have manifested over these last you know, nearly eight months, eight, nine months. So um, I would have been out of my house every day. So although I homeschooled Josh, I would have been out of my house for generally between two and three hours a day teaching at my studio. So um, although I, there was, you know, one or two other instructors who would have taught additional classes, we have pretty much probably about 
anywhere between two and four classes a day in the studio and I would have taught about 15 plus of those so I would have always taught two classes in a row sometimes two in a small class in a row um, so I would be out of the house two to three hours in the evenings um, and I would spend my days with Josh we would be homeschooling we'd be walking the dog I'd be looking after the house I would be doing my admin work and marketing work and stuff for the business um, so I would have been out of the house nearly every day apart from Sundays so I would have been not at a computer not at my phone I would have been very much face to face with clients very physical work that I was doing um, and although there was difficulties with that you know it was hard and grueling etc um, you know it was very much enjoyable and I loved working with with people I move my body every day. So as part of those classes, I'd be doing warm-ups, cool-downs, demos. I would be, you know, even if I wasn't doing the workouts, which I did maybe, I taught from the front of the class, as we call it, maybe two or three times a week. Um, and the rest of them I'd be coaching and pro providing, you know, group personal training. Um, and then I'd be doing my own workouts three plus days a week as well. Uh, so I saw clients and people every single day. There were some clients that probably saw me more than they saw their husbands. <laughs> True story. Um, so they would have been seeing me, you know, two, three times a week, maybe four times a week. Um, so we had a wonderful community of women and it was a very strong community and a strong bond. Uh, and although at the very beginning, and it had been a dream of mine to transition my business online so that I could be at home more and to help people um, to do home-based workouts and to get better results, and it did at the very beginning 100%, um, I really enjoyed that and I was able to transition pretty quickly that I was then doing workouts. For the first 16 weeks of lockdown, I did a workout every day of the week, um, Monday to Friday, live, and I was filming that. And I was, But I had to move all around my living room to do that, literally move furniture every single day. Um, and I, I wanted to do that to be a part of that for my clients, but that's not what I wanted my, my business to look like um, long term. That, and that wasn't what I wanted my business model to be. Um, and so I spent a lot of time transitioning my business, trying also to get new clients. You know, basically my, my business completely changed. Um, and although I enjoyed the transition and that's where I wanted it to go, and we got some amazing results from clients and we have the most amazing community of women now. Uh, we launched our Sexy Strong 12-month program, which was amazing. We launched our six-week Transformation Unicorn Challenge, which is now, those are our two foundational programs and plans, um, which we'll, we'll continue to offer for years and years to come. Um, I had to completely transition my business, right? So my business is now 100% online where I am all day, every day, on social media and all day every day in emails and in comments um, and that's how I build my business and build the relationships because I'm no longer seeing people face to face and I'm no longer seeing them it's just we're seeing them via uh, social media that's how we connect yeah they get the content through everything that's pre-recorded but there's no instantaneous you know I'm not getting that that connection anymore I suppose and that's what I've started to really notice although we do monthly I do a weekly Q&A where we have interaction and I get to chat to them there um, we also have monthly zoom calls where I get to see all their lovely faces which is amazing and we've added in an extra zoom call to do our school based um, so we actually do some group personal training in that extra session um, but ultimately 
it's changed, right? So I've had to try to figure out how to change that. Now, that's one stretch, okay? The next part is really then going from somebody who, you know, would have had a routine of being out of the house and doing workouts. So the gyms opened back up and that made sense for me to be able to then get my workouts in every day, doing kettlebell workouts, doing some body, um, you know, gym-based workouts, really trying to figure out what my new goals were for me, but got me out of the house, went and did a workout, etc. And then we went back into lockdown where gyms weren't allowed. My poor son, who um, decided to start playing volleyball and he started to get really good at it, hasn't been able to. He played volleyball for four weeks before it's been closed down forever. So he hasn't been out of the house other than to walk the dog. Um, and then that's kind of it. He doesn't need to leave the house for anything else. So he leaves the house to walk the dog. We would occasionally go and spend some time you know, I've had to drag him potentially to Tesco now and again, um, or, you know, maybe when, when the restaurants and cafes were open for a little while, we did eat out once. I think we had out twice, basically, since March. Um, so it's just really difficult for him as well. Um, he is bubbled up with one of his friends that he goes and sees as well, but that maybe happens once every three weeks or so. So that's been playing on my, my own mind. And this is what we worry about our kids, right? And then added into that then then I was starting to bring him to the gym the issue is being for me is the anxiety of the lockdowns is not about lockdown itself I'm actually okay when I know the parameters of what we can do or not do it's the constant ever-changing and being out of control and the constant cancellations the inability to plan anything so if you're in business you need to be able to plan whether you're able to do x y and z whether you're able to meet people or not whether you're able to um go you know plan your day for example um and also if you're relying on leaving the house to do a workout or you're relying on um you know, having a, tr yes, by all means, I can do all of my workouts at home because that's what our programs are. But one, I adapted my whole house not to do that. So I, I wanted to be able to leave my house to do some things um, because I wasn't leaving the house at all. Um, can you see where I'm getting at is that it's not that what's happening to us right now and happening to us is definitely the right terminology is not that it, um, in itself is wrong. Like if you look at wearing a mask, there's nothing wrong with that. If you look at, um, you know, locking down certain businesses in its essence, nothing is wrong with that. But the issue becomes the lack of control, not knowing from one day to another if something's going to work or not, not being able to function, you know, or, you know, everything from things that you had booked being cancelled, everything that you had planned being fell through that you couldn't, you know, go to a gym or not go to a gym if that was part of your schedule to then be able to reschedule them to do them from home. But then where can you do, do you know what I mean? That sort of constant ever changing and complete and utter lack of control is what started to really have an impact for me on my anxiety. Then just add on top of all of that, the anxiety from this, the COVID and the constant fear and the constant propaganda and the constant governmental literally whiplash in terms of the changes and plans and and thoughts that they make so I decided that I was going to as I always do with everything that I do spend a lot of time you know researching about the virus researching about lockdowns finding out what was working what's not understanding what the vaccine is 
understanding why you would take it or not take it, understanding why you would wear a mask or not wear a mask. So for me, because I am that person, that health geek, if you know anything about what I do and what I teach is research, become an educated and empowered woman and then make decisions. Yeah, it's, you know, just because you hear it from one source and that even includes me being a source doesn't mean that it's right right? Just because you hear it on the news doesn't mean that it's right. Just because you hear it from a politician doesn't mean that it's right. So, you know, spend the time, make your own research, make time to figure out where you stand with anything. And me being me, the fighter that I am, the activist that I am, I have to speak my mind, okay? It's just in my blood. It's just who I am. It's just part of what I believe and why I am who I am. That's it. Um, but this took its toll too. So for me, you know, being able to actually stand up for what I believe and no longer feel like I can't say anything in a public forum or on social media, etc. Um, it took its toll, you know, the, the, the impact of expressing myself, standing up for myself, the comments, the backlash on social media and things like that just got very difficult. So the place that I would go, that I would tend to my clients, that I would build my business, that I get that sense of community started to also become a place of anxiety. And anybody who knows me knows I love social media. I love what it does and what it stands for and its true potential, its true ability to help support um, for people to be able to come and, and connect with each other. And I know how to use it as not just a tool for my business, but also to connect with other human beings. This became very difficult, not just for me. And I've heard this time and time again. And also during that time when I did speak out and actually express what I believe to be true, not only about this virus, but how we can really, you know, look at keeping ourselves healthy and how that's not even talked about and closing gyms, not making any sense when McDonald's and stuff like that are open. And yes, I'm not going to go into the details of it because it's, that's not what I want this podcast to be about. But what I'm trying to express here is even during that time, I was getting so many messages also from other wellness and health professionals that were just too scared to say anything because, you know, they didn't want um, to be questioned or trolled or any of that sort of stuff. But I just couldn't. I couldn't be quiet anymore. And that's that was my decision. And yes, this was my own consequence of those decisions to have that take its toll. But it just caused anxiety and stress. And that's what I hear from you a lot as well. So I felt like every plan was falling through. I felt like I had no control. I actually felt stuck literally at home. I was overwhelmed. All the stuff that I would have been getting help with, um, outsourcing it or, you know, even things like my cleaner. Like when you work at home all day, every day and you homeschool, having things like a cleaner is like a godsend. That's that's what you, if I want to invest my money in those sorts of things to help me um, because I'm working at home, because I have him at home and the dog and all these sorts of things. That couldn't happen anymore. I couldn't leave out to go um, to the gym anymore. It just became like there was, what's the point, right? Which is what I did. You know, that was the the podcast I did recently. What's the point? Where's my motivation? Where's my goals? I felt n no sense of relief or release. And it just felt like, well, what's the point, right? So, and I'm somebody who wakes up still every single day feeling like, you know, 
I just want to be healthy and strong. How can I be healthier and stronger? How can I work on my immune system and on who I am? And that's that's my general intention every single day when I wake up. But I was just starting to feel really heavy and sluggish, etc. So this is what I did to help myself move through that. Um, some of it is, you know, reaching out and, and seeking out professionals. Some of it are our, our daily rituals and routines that I do and hadn't been doing uh, interestingly that that was the case and I just want to share them with you all some cost money some don't some require you to have contacts or people that you can connect with some don't um, and this is just what I did personally now and some of this might not resonate with you or some of it might but this is what I did personally so normally when I start to feel sore or have issues within my body when I just don't feel right and I know myself enough to know the difference between struggling with feeling um, really like tired and sluggish physically as well as tired and sluggish mentally which I feel like a like a sense of depression right I always reach out to one of my health practitioners that I go to and she is a, a kinesiologist I think I've spoken about her on the podcast before she's based here in Belfast in County Down in Hollywood and she does phone consults um, and had been doing them through COVID now I don't tend to ask a lot about how what she does works because if I did I feel like my brain might explode but as a kinesiologist, she is a, a expert in not just, you know, the body and the movement of the body and the energy throughout the movement of the body, not just to do with your your blockages in terms of chakra energy and, and your, your chi energy, which is what it's about, but also structurally she'll help you. But if there's any sort of viruses in your body, if there's any sort of things going on with your digestive or your hormones all of that. So I went to her because one, um, I was having difficulty squatting. I was getting some pain, which I talked about before um, on my social media, if you haven't been on there at all, um, in my inner thigh, in my adductor area. And also I uh, just was feeling like really sluggish and it was really starting to affect my, men my mental health as well. So during that, that conversation, which was quite varied in terms of what we chatted about, we talked about the um, COVID virus, of course, because that's what I always talk about with health practitioners. Um, but she tested me and she said, uh, first of all, you do have a, a, a virus in your liver. Now, when she talks about viruses in your liver, it's generally that there is something that's bl a blockage. And the word virus can be the, the thing that blocks. OK, so a virus in the liver is not something that we think of in terms of a covid virus or a or a um even a flu virus, right? It's literally a blockage of the energy or the functioning of that particular organ. Now, the liver in this instance was is the organ that tends to make you sluggish. It's also the organ that doesn't help you to detox, but also it can be linked to that part of my body that I was having stiffness and pain. So again, depending on how much you understand about Chinese medicine, about um, feelings within your organs, emotions within your organs, etc., it's a lot for you to swallow. I know I can hear you, <laughs> but let's just stay with it, right? I always just believe that sometimes you just, whether you truly believe it or not, if it works, it works, right? And in this instance, I believe it throwing everything at it. So in this instance, I was like, tell me what it is. And she said, right, well, I just need you to take this particular uh, product called Artemisia, which turns out to be a thing called mugwort. Um, and you have to take it and it's actually for killing viruses. And I had to take it just for nine days. Uh, during that time, I can't have peppermint, can't drink 
within 10 minutes before or 10 minutes after taking this particular product and you can't touch it with your hands okay it's just a little tablet you, you buy it just in a normal health food store which I went and got and that was that was one part the other thing she worked on helping me with with my muscle pains and she also helped me with just some general things uh she works with a um a program called the emotion code and body code which is all about how your body holds on to certain emotions and fears and she helped me to break through that so through that session i was helped on an energetic level on a health immunity based level and i was also helped on a mental emotional level as she helped to clear away some blockages for me so based on that i then started to take the that particular product took me a couple of days to get it and start taking it um and after about four or five days i started to notice it and strangely enough at the end of the nine days i've been feeling much better so much more this is this is probably i finished taking them about four days ago so i'm definitely able now to do this podcast because of that so that was that was stage number one for me but also during that time i really did just have a bad day something really triggered me um on social media and a few other bits and pieces and i was like i just feel like i need more help i just need more help and, and suggestions so i reached out to a good friend of mine who's actually been a guest on our podcast who is an anxiety coach somebody who works specifically with an anxiety and said like i just need a session from you to help me with some x y and z uh, and she offered this particular guided meditation unblocking clearing out unpacking session and it just so happened that between that and then the finishing of the, it happened in that same weekend, I literally came out of that feeling absolutely amazing to the point where I now feel um, so much better this weekend. Like literally, I had that, I think, last last weekend, finished taking my, my stuff about three or four days ago. Uh, I think it was on Tuesday I finished taking it. So between those two things, I've really started to notice myself being more, um, just lighter is the better way to describe it. I felt like things have definitely unpacked, cleared away, and I feel a lot lighter. Um, so those were two things where I reached out for help and advice in that way. The other thing I also did was um, a couple of weeks ago, and I've been doing this for the last couple of weeks, I think actually eight weeks now, is I have been going to, up until recently, uh, a personal trainer, a friend that I can leave the house to go and have somebody push me a little bit more to get, you know, to get a good workout in, etc. I needed that accountability. I needed to know that one day a week I was going to connect with other people to have somebody else help and push me towards my goals. And that gave me a sense of motivation. Now, the last couple of sessions before lockdown stopped us from being able to keep continue. Um, he could notice that my my head wasn't in it. He was like, you're just not like with it <laughs> at the moment you're like you're easily giving up you're not able to push through as much you just don't seem as mentally strong as you normally are and I was like yeah I just don't feel that's the problem it's not that I wasn't strong enough to lift the heavy weight I just wasn't mentally strong and normally that's my forte because I'm such a fighter I'm such a whatever and even he noticed it which I think was really the other trigger that caused me to then seek out my anxiety specialist so those were the things that I did and asked for help and have I have that set up as a as a team or people that I can reach out to when I don't feel so good. And that really helped. Um, 
and I will leave in the show notes I'll put the link to Lee uh, Campbell coaching so you can find out more and I'll talk about that particular podcast that she did as well um but even in those instances the exercise was helping me with the anxiety and having that accountability really helped but I needed more yeah I needed more and then the other part thing that I did that I did that's free and that you can do is there's t- uh, three particular routines and rituals that I've now reinstated and I wasn't doing regularly and now I notice the days when I do it versus the days when I don't how completely different I feel not just in my body but in my mental state so I've recaptured my um, meditation and my gratitude so as part of the goddess got goals uh challenge that we do which is the in phase one of the wheel of the year program that we have as part of our sexy strong program as well um we do our morning star rituals or we do they're called morning star because of the guiding star you don't always have to do them in the morning in fact i've been finding that some things i can do in the evening but as part of that i now do a my 21 days of abundance with deepak chakras meditation and how i do it because i always think people like how do you make meditation work into your life, right? Um, for me, I literally do this. I get up, I hear, you know, I wake myself up. I don't like an alarm. It, that triggers my um, fight or flight. I wake myself up. My body clock is pretty much set. Um, I get up, I go pee because who doesn't need to pee as soon as they wake up? And then I go back into my bed, but I don't, I sit slightly more up and then I put the meditation on. So it's kind of like, I'm not meditating on a cushion or up against a wall or whatever. I'm still in my bed and it's the way that I do meditation. It works for me. I never fall back to sleep because I'm awake. Deepak is talking to you the whole time. There's a couple of minutes where he's not, but you're thinking about a particular mantra and you're talking about things. And it's roughly about 10 minutes. When I do that, then I wake up and I do between literally, I tell myself just do five minutes, but it tends to end up being about 10 minutes of some stretching kind of looks a little yoga-esque because I'm trying to work on more yoga flows most of the time it's just so that I'm not creaky and crunchy and sore do I do it on a mat yeah just am I still am I in yoga clothes no I actually am still in my pajamas don't even put a bra on too much information but there you go and I just do this little mini little flow and oh my goodness that sets me up for the day and then I go and I do my normal ritual of having my pruvi and my supplements and drinking my hydration potion etc etc but that has really helped me adding those two things back into my morning routine which a morning routine is so important for your mental health regardless of what you're doing that day your morning routine is so important so I do have a podcast uh, all about the morning routine you can go and check it out I'll put it here in the show notes um, if you go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts you can find them all there but I'll put it in the show notes for you um, the morning routine has really really been a saving grace and then at night time before I go to bed I've added back my gratitude routine I have a gratitude um journal I also have my goals journal and I basically write my goals and gratitude out in the evening I used to do that in the morning but I found that it didn't set me up in a good in a good way it was better for me to, to think about doing it before I went to bed that set me up better um, and I found that it was just more and also if I'm journaling at night I tend to get everything out of my head before I go to sleep which is really helpful for me um, and that really worked as well so I've added my gratitude and general goals practice to my bedtime routine I do have a full bedtime routine which I have a podcast all about look at that um so you can find out about that but 
that was what was really happening. Not the bedtime routine does help. I don't actually have trouble sleeping um, so much. I did have a little bit of insomnia during that really stuck time. I wasn't able to sleep before three o'clock. It was just my body was not letting me. Um, whereas I'm coming more out of that now and I'm finding that this routine is really working for me now that I've also cleared away those things um, and I'm more structured. I find that when you feel completely out of control or overwhelmed, the best way to regain that sense of control or regain that sense of power is to think about what do you have control over and guess what you have control over, your actions and your and the morning routine. So morning routine sometimes isn't even in the morning. Sometimes if I'm getting up late, because I get up sometimes at 10 or 11, um, by the time I've actually got around to all the parts of my morning routine, it might be after 12. But for me, time doesn't really matter. I work on my, my own body clock. But um, yeah, it's very, it's a very, it has definitely made a massive impact to me. So and I'm, I'm able now to set some more goals. I'm able now to be a bit more motivated towards what I want to work towards and getting my mojo back, as they say. I'm finding it easier to go on social media, though I still have my days where I'm triggered and grumpy or angry or frustrated at the world because it is all of those things. And that's OK. Yeah. Um, anxiety, which Lee will tell you, is is a natural state that our body um is triggered within us to try to keep us alive. But the, the issue being, we don't necessarily need it, but it thinks we need it. It thinks that we need to have this sense of anxiety to keep us alive, when really it's a false sense of fear. There's nothing actually to fear um, other than fear itself in those instances. And it's just trying to do whatever we can to focus on what we can do. And I find for me, these practices are the way. So I'm going to put all this in the show notes for you, but I really wanted to connect with you about this. I'm finding that in addition to the home-based workouts that I am getting in, which is not as regularly as I would like, they're not full kettlebell workouts all the time. I'm focusing more on body weight and yoga and stretching and walking um, just for these couple of weeks of extra lockdown until I can get back into the gym. It's not going to do me any, any hurt or damage to have a couple of weeks of not lifting heavy. And I felt that that would have been too much stress on my body. You know, for me, it's trying to get, stay fit, stay active, move my body. Don't let it kind of get all crumbly and, and uh, crunchy, <laughs> which is how it's been feeling. And there was a lot of pain going on in my back and in my neck, which is, if you think about it, like I described it when I was talking about it to both my kinesiologist and to my anxiety coach, that it feels like Atlas, you know, the the God that used to carry the world on his shoulders. That's how I was feeling. My shoulders were feeling that tight and sore. And they're like, because that's what you're feeling like right now. All the anxiety and worry for the whole entire world is just landing on your shoulders. Um, and taking that responsibility for the world is not my job. Who knew? So here is my invitation to you. If any of what I've said today has resonated with you, if you are struggling, if you need some help, if you're like, well, tell me more about this, you know, what a kinesiologist does or what actually did you do with your anxiety coach or um, what meditation are you doing and how are you enjoying that or what's the hell is a prudy or what stretches are you doing or whatever, any way that I can help you, please reach out. You can email me at hello at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com. You can slide into 
my DMs on Instagram, Lisa underscore Barwise. You can reach out to me in whatever way feels good. You can comment on this podcast. You can um, do whatever feels good for you to help me to help you. Um, if I'm sending this out to you and my email list, just hit reply. I'd love to hear what's going on for you. And if any way this has helped you or resonated with you, share it. Share it with your friends. You can hit share. You can, you know, tag them in it. Um, for me, this is about helping women to understand that they don't have to feel stuck or overwhelmed um, or full of anxiety every day, that we all feel it, that it is a natural feeling, although not a helpful feeling and doesn't necessarily serve us. And there are ways for you to work through it. Um, and even professional health professionals and fitness professionals get these feelings too, right? So, um, I'm just so glad that I have this platform, this ability to connect with you. And although I feel like over the last couple of weeks, I haven't been as consistent as I would like, but for me, dealing with my own mental and physical health was really important. Um, but now that I've gone through it, being able to share it is even just as important. Yeah. So I hope this is helpful. If, if you, if you like or resonate with anything that we talk about here on the podcast, I would love it. Um, if you could go on over to iTunes and review um, give us five stars for good karma. Thank you. Uh, drop your review. If you actually go ahead and do that, you can actually be entered into a draw to one of our, um, to not only win a free program, but also win a 30 minutes zoom one-to-one -one with me. Um, I'll share that all again in the show notes. If you go over to warrior goddess kettlebell training.com forward slash podcast, and this is episode 27, you'll be able to, um, uh, learn how you can follow the steps about doing the review. You can join our free Facebook group for extra help and support. And if you share the hashtag GGG love in there, we will know that you have done a review of the podcast and put you in that draw to win some one-on-one -on -one time with me. And hopefully I can help help guide you in any way that serves you. So thank you so much for all of your uh, time, your support, your continuing love on this podcast and uh, across social media. But know that I've got you because somebody's got me. And that's how this works. We lift each other up and support and help each other um, because that's what strong women do. So thank you again. We will be back same time next week. We're getting back into the swing of it. I've got some amazing um, guest speakers and interviews coming over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to use my powers for the power of good using this um, podcast as a way to connect with you as much as I can and hope that you see this as a, as a way for reaching out to connect and help with you too. So enjoy the rest of your day. Have a lovely week. I look forward to connecting with you all on the next episode. But until then, have a great one. Um, love to you all. Peace out.